if you keep going around saying, oh, you're not very confident, then your subconscious is going to find all the ways to support that. If you go around saying that you are confident, then your subconscious is going to find ways to support that. So just think really carefully about how you're programming yourself, essentially. Welcome to the Curl Squad's Curl Power Podcast with me, your host, Zoe Fox. Thank you for joining me today and welcome if you're a new listener. This podcast is for women who are ready to heal from the past and really set about consciously creating the lives that we deserve. I've been on my own mission of consciously creating for the last decade, but in fact, the personal development work now I come to think about it, really started around 16 years ago. So in 2002, my boyfriend died suddenly and it sent me spiralling into a pit of depression, anxiety and suicidal thoughts that spanned over a decade. I was finally able to work my way out of that hellhole of a life where I wasn't really existing. I was just a shadow of myself. I went on to study counselling at Birkbeck University of London, graduated with a counselling qualification, went on to co-found an award-winning digital marketing agency, survived sepsis and haemorrhage in childbirth to give birth to my incredible daughter, who's now three years old. And then on her first birthday, I ended up sustaining a life-changing spinal cord injury. But luckily for me, I'm not saying it's been an easy ride, but the decade of conscious personal development work that I've done really put me in good stead to deal with my new disability. The things that I've been through through my life have really created resilience within me. It's been like a muscle that I've had to form, but I've got there. So now I'm on a bit of a mission really just to see what I can share from my life experience in the hope that it's going to help other women to elevate their lives in some way. It took me years to dig myself out the hole and a lot of hard work to get myself to where I've got to. So now I'm like, what can I share that's going to help others and shortcut some of that long, potentially long and hard journey? So in today's episode, I am going to be talking a bit about nurturing a positive frame of mind and manifesting your desires. I am taking it back to 2006 when I was still living in Birmingham, still very much healing from the loss of my boyfriend in 2002, as I've mentioned, and struggling with my state of mind. I was going out raving as an escape and basically just ignoring my pain and focusing on living my best party girl life. So one of my friends, Tali, shout out MC Tali, who is my amazing friend and super talented drum and bass artist. Like we were hanging out one day and she was like, oh guys, you've got to watch this film called The Secret. Um, it's gonna, it's like a game changer sort of thing. So we're like, okay, let's watch this film. So we watched The Secret. I'm sure many people will now be familiar with it. I would describe it now as being an entry level book or movie, because it, it was the film that we saw, into the law of attraction and what you think about, you bring about kind of thing. So if you're unfamiliar with The Secret, it's basically, there's stories in it, but it's basically a bunch of authors and philosophers that propose the secret to leading a happy and successful life, which is essentially through using the power of the law of attraction. 
So this, to me, in 2006, was a brand new concept, law of attraction. What do you mean if I just think about it, then I can make it happen? I like the sound of this. I really like the sound of this. So I was thinking, right, this is where I've got it wrong. I'm having these negative thoughts in my head and that's why I'm not getting the positive things. And at the time, I would always say stuff like, oh, I never win anything. I never win. I'm always losing. Not really thinking about the power of the weight of the words that I was using. I'm telling myself that I never win. Then so it is, essentially. So now I've watched The Secret. Now I'm convinced I've got the secret to creating the life that I really want. So we moved to London now. 2007, I've moved to London. So this was like a year after watching The Secret. And I saw a competition in the Metro newspaper. So if you're in the UK, you'll be familiar with the Metro newspaper. It's like a commuter's paper. You'll find it at all the train stations, tube stations, and everybody just sits there and gets drawn into this paper on their commutes on the way to work. So I have this paper. Inside the paper, there's a competition to win a Mini, as in the car. So I'm like, right, it's time to test out this secret. So I've got the Metro and I've entered the competition. I can't even remember how you did it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to win this Mini. I'm going to win this Mini. And I thought that just by saying, I'm going to win this Mini, I'm going to win this Mini, that that was going to make me win the Mini. Could you imagine the disappointment when I didn't win this Mini? What do you mean? I've watched The Secret. By now I've got the book. I've watched The Secret. I've read the book. I'm thinking I'm going to win the Mini and I haven't won the Mini. What do you mean? Meanwhile... I'm still living my depressed, anxious life, raving away at the weekends like there's no tomorrow, just not in tune with myself, not connected with myself, working a job that I absolutely hated, but on the way to this job that I hated, where I woke up in the morning thinking, I've got to go and do this stinking job, I hate this job, I hate this work. And then I thought by then going on the train and looking at this picture of this mini and convincing myself that I'm, yes, I'm thinking positive about winning this car on a way to a job that I hate, doing stuff that I hate. Yeah, it's no wonder, really, that I didn't win. But that was, like, really disappointing. I'd convinced myself that I was going to win this car. So that just affirmed, I never win anything. I don't win anything. I never win. I never win. So the next opportunity to test out my manifesting skills and using the law of attraction was when... <laughs> We had the Easter raffle at work. So by now, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start telling myself that I am a winner and that I do always win. I am a winner. So we've got this Easter egg raffle. I'm limbering up. I'm getting ready. I'm standing there. I'm looking at the eggs. I'm like, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. So the manager or whoever was doing the, um, whoever was drawing the raffle pulled out a ticket it was only mine. I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff works. This stuff actually works. I just want an Easter egg. Yes, I'm, I've got it. I've got it now. I'm understanding how this works. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. So in my head, I was just saying, yeah, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. Next ticket comes out. Whose ticket was it? It was mine. Yes, I've won another Easter egg. Yes, feeling good about myself. Everyone's like, oh, I thought you said you never win anything. I said, yeah, that used to be the old me. Now all I, now all I do is win. Now all I do is win. And this was before DJ Khaled. Next one comes out, I won. I basically ended up winning 
eight Easter eggs in that raffle. I was not popular with my colleagues. In the end, out of guilt, I ended up just having to say, oh, yeah, you have that one. And then I was like, well, I have got lots of kids in my family that, you know, my friends' families and stuff that could enjoy the Easter eggs. But go on, you're making me feel guilty about winning eight Easter eggs. (laughs) There you go. You have one. You have that. Go on. So, yeah, people were getting annoyed, but I was winning. So I'm like, you know what? This stuff actually works. So this was my first introduction really into becoming mindful about the impact that my words have on my experience. You have to be mindful of your words and your self-talk. And this is why I mentioned self-talk because say it and so it is. Now, when you think about spelling, yeah, it's called spelling for a reason. You're basically spelling out to the universe what is and what isn't through the power of your words. So I always like to be really mindful of what it is that I'm saying. So before, when someone might have asked, oh, how how are you? And I'm like, yeah, not bad. And this is something that my coach always pulls up as well, is like whenever anyone says not bad, because all the universe is hearing is bad. So yeah, great. And you know what? Some of it is kind of fake it until you make it. And I did this a lot with my injury as well, even though I wasn't necessarily feeling chipper, especially in some of the early days of sustaining this injury. I was like, you know what? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm doing great. And then you can just evolve it until comes a point where not just through saying it, but through taking the actions as well to support your mental well-being, to support your physical well-being, then... It's not even a stretch to say, yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. I'm good. So I still sort of struggled with my mental health anxiety for a couple of years. And then enter 2010 and DJ Khaled releases his tune, All I Do Is Win. And that basically became my go-to tune. Every day I was in the gym, I'd be listening to All I Do Is Win when I was on the treadmill. And I was just going, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. (laughs) But I was just constantly saying, all I do is win, all I do is win, all I do is win. And it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Every competition that I started entering, I started winning. Some of the most notable things, even in recent years, is a year's supply of hair products. I've won a year's worth of eyebrows. Not years worth of eyebrows, but a year's worth of getting my eyebrows done. I've won books, I've won business seminar tickets. But yeah, so I've gone from telling myself that I never win anything to saying, yeah, you know what, I always win. And just having that be the expected outcome. And it pretty much works. So that's just an example of how I started reframing my experience and what I'm expecting from my experience through saying, oh, no, I never win anything to saying, yeah, actually, I expect that I will win. And having just an expectance for a better outcome instead of expecting the worst and being mindful of how you're speaking to yourself throughout the day and the sort of things you're saying. Like, for example, if somebody throws you a compliment, how do you receive the compliment? I know for me, I always used to be like, oh, no, no, I don't look look good, I look rubbish or whatever. When someone says, oh, you look nice, oh, no, I don't. Shut up. Do you know what I mean? Someone's telling you you look nice. Just say thank you. Self-deprecation is a bit of a defence mechanism. You know, I used it for many years. It stops anybody else from saying anything about you, you know, if you jump to it first. But anytime you self-deprecate, you're lowering your own vibration. Think about the energy that you're putting out with what you're saying. Your subconscious is listening to everything that's coming out of your mouth. And if you're constantly saying, 
oh, I'm useless or I'm ugly or I'm fat or I'm this or I'm that, you know, that you're going to start, you're going to start absorbing that into your psyche and your subconscious is going to take it as a fact. So just start assessing your language. Start noticing how you respond when people pay you compliments. Start noticing when you're presenting your creative efforts to someone. If you're presenting it with a load of excuses or, you know, excusing it. If you keep going around saying, oh, you're not very confident, then your subconscious is going to find all the ways to support that. If you go around saying that you are confident, then your subconscious is going to find ways to support that. So just think really carefully about how you're programming yourself, essentially. So going back to the secret and the idea that positive energy attracts positive things into your life, I do believe that that's the case. And like I said in in the episode the other week about what vibe you're on and what your vibe is attracting, We do have to take responsibility for the energy that we're putting out there. But we have to, in many respects, create this multi-dimensional feeling that matches up with the words that we're saying. Because saying them isn't just enough. Saying them is enough to sort of start to program you into thinking differently. But then what is really helpful, I find, is to start finding the emotions and the energy that come with that. So if you do do something like, say start winning stuff and then you start getting the excitement and that feeling of winning it helps it easier then for you to harness the energy that came with the feeling of winning and then apply that to your future manifestations because you've got the experience of knowing how that feels again it's just part of the journey depending at which stage you're on if you're a natural negative thinker and you're just trying to occur trying to find an alternative way of thinking and being using affirmations is a really good way to program your subconscious. And like I've said before, you know, you'll start doing these things and you won't believe it. But then there'll come a point when it becomes so. Next thing you know, it is a part of who you are. And then when you're acting in integrity with the statement, and it's not just a statement, you're then living it, then that sort of boosts the energy of the situation, of the experience. When you start getting energy in the experience, then that helps the manifestation process in my experience but just experiment you know if there's something that you want to win like we did last week connecting into the feelings of what it would mean to you connect in with that allow yourself to feel what it would mean to you and how you would feel when you've won allow those feelings that energy to stir up and conjure up within you because when you start to get into that state of that feeling of gratitude for winning or for obtaining what it is that you wanted to obtain it takes it from like I don't know so imagine words on their own are like a 2d experience and then you add feelings and emotions into that and then that generates a 3d type of experience and then if you've got that 3d experience and then you then start adding action onto that not only have you got the words You've got the energy and now you've got the action and the momentum. You know, you're onto a winner. And even if you don't win the competition, it might not necessarily have been what you really wanted. But just through going through this practice of thinking about what it is that you do really want, that why these things matter to you. It's like going back to the goals, isn't it? You know, figuring out what your goals are, why they matter and just really 
deepening that experience and that energy. And if it is a goal and it is something that you really want, just create a really immersive experience around what it is that that outcome is. If it's a particular job that you want, you know, look at the website, find the people on LinkedIn, read the blog posts, immerse yourself into the energy of the culture of that place. Walk around outside, be a bit of a stalker, go up to the place that you want to work. Just try and visualise yourself there, do whatever you can to deepen the process of visualisation. If it's somebody that you fancy, maybe don't go to the extremes of like, I wonder what it would be like to be in their bed, breaking through the window. Zoe told me to do it. She said it on the podcast. She said, immerse yourself in the experience. Don't do that. You'll get arrested. But yeah, I just find with any of this work, it's about deepening it as far as we can so that we can connect with the feelings, the emotions, create the energy, create the momentum and make stuff happen. It's not about leaving everything in the hands of competitions and chance. There's so much that we can do to take ownership for ourselves, to create the things that we want and to go out and get the things that we want in life. I remember for long periods of my life, I thought my only chance of success by winning the lottery through buying a ticket. Now I've come to realise that lying on my bed and visualising myself in a mansion, winning the lottery and holding the big cheque, it's not really what I want. For me, when I was working in that nine to five, winning the lottery seemed to be the only escape. But through actually doing this work, doing the self-reflection, connecting with myself, figuring out what it is that really matters to me, what my values are, what's important to me, has helped me to start consciously creating the stuff that I really want to experience in my life and to go out about getting the things that I want. Another thing, where I live now, I always wanted to live where I live now, not necessarily in that flat, but like in the area. It's like my favourite community. Before I lived there, I just used to always hang around there. All of my favourite restaurants were there, me and my husband. Uh, We didn't live too far down the road, but we just spent all of our time there. We felt actually more a part of that community than we did anywhere else where we actually lived. And then the opportunity came for the flat there, which just was like a little bit of a bolt out of the blue. But once you engage your heart and your mind on what it is that you want, it just makes it easier for the universe to bring opportunities or to, if you don't necessarily believe in that way of thinking, it just helps you to open your eyes to opportunities that are going to align you even closer to the experiences and the things that you want in life. It's like with my husband as well. You know, I was stuck in this rotten relationship for... Oh, yeah, far longer than I should have done. But in my heart, I still had this vision of this man that was loving and was caring and was everything that my dad was really to my mom. Well, that my dad is to my mom. They just got married in October. Hold tight, mom and dad, after like 40 years of being together. So my dad really gave a good example of, in my mind, what I would want from a husband. So I held on to that feeling because I knew the experience, I got to live it through sort of observing how my dad is with my mum and stuff like that. And even though my life experience was telling me that actually men are waste, I still kept this this feeling in my heart and my mind that I was going to find someone that was going to be this this everything that I had in my head. And there he is, here he is now, we're eight years deep, married. You'll be surprised what you can manifest for yourself. 
I set about wanting to have a deeper connection in my meditations. Pretty much as soon as I set that intention, the most intense but incredible things started happening in my meditation. So, you know, it all starts with the intention, doesn't it? If there's a car that you want, go out and do a test drive. Get to know what it feels like to be in the car. Because there's something about doing that, taking that sort of action that just makes it feel even more real. And you're like, you know what? Yeah, this is actually a possibility. So it's just all about discovering what it is you want and then taking the steps to bring it into your reality. Another thing that I do is write out some of my goals on post-it notes and then stick them around my desk. So every time I go and sit at my desk, I visually connect with the goals which then allows me to ensure that I'm acting in integrity with what my goals are. And sometimes it's crazy. I had this one thing written on my desk. It said, by June 2022, I'm going to have X. And I had this thing on my desk and I was like, oh, well, there goes June 2022. In July, I had a phone call to say that what it was that I had written on this little thing was coming for me essentially so yeah it's funny how these little things all work out having them written and surrounding you is a really good way of making sure that you can keep your energy focused and yeah just keep putting out those little pulsating signals to the universe that this is what's on my agenda please universe and another thing that we have to do i think is also surrender a little bit with regards to how we're going to get to the outcome. Sometimes all you need to do is know what the outcome is. I think a lot of the time we get caught up on how we're going to get from A to Z that it stops us from getting to A to Z because we're so caught up on, on, the, on the process of how rather than just having an idea of being fixed on the end result and then allowing everything to conspire to get us to where we want to go. There's things that have turned up in my life that I've manifested that have come in ways that I just, <laughs> that I would never have planned for. So yeah, in many respects, we have to let go. And I think that's one of the things of the human condition is wanting to always have everything sussed, wanting to know exactly what to do next, when sometimes just having the intention and trusting the process can often bring us what we want, but not necessarily in the way we were expecting. Sometimes you think you know what you want, but the universe is like, ah, 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 I got something better for you. So trust the process. Trust the process. What's for you is for you. It will make its way to you. So regardless of what you believe, I think there is always going to be a benefit in being mindful of where your head's at, mindful of the thoughts that are in your mind and mindful about the spells that you're essentially casting with your words. It's going to impact how you see yourself, how your subconscious impacts your experience and also how others interact with you as well. So there's no harm in just being mindful about that. But if you are a bit like me and you do like to get ahead of yourself, like here I am manifesting 2023 in 2022. What I also like to do is manifest my perfect day the night before I like to do it so much so that I created a little PDF for you guys, which you can download from the website. 
So it's a daily reflection template that is going to help you to get more clear and intentional about the day ahead by being prepared the night before. By doing these daily reflections, you're going to be able to create habits that help you to connect back to yourself at the end of the day, regardless of what the day is bought for you. And then you can step into tomorrow feeling grateful, feeling prepared and confident about the day ahead. I find that forming habits like this have really helped me over the years to just beat procrastination that has kept me stuck for so many years and has really got me living with purpose and with clarity. So putting in the work on a daily basis and implementing these small, simple practices can really help you to transform your life. So I hope that you are going to enjoy this template. I'd love to hear from you after you've you've been using it for a couple of weeks how it's helped so do download it and then feedback and let me know self-reflection is the key to unlocking the next level my friend don't waste another day not doing it so girlfriend i hope you have fun this week manifesting some of the things that that you absolutely deserve and desire it's fun if nothing else just testing out these little laws of the universe and these theories and just seeing what's possible That's what I enjoy the most about life. So if you are looking for help to help you manifest your dreams into a reality, I can help you do that by coaching you out of some of your outdated ways of being into some new thought processes and new thought patterns and new ways of being. You'll be absolutely astonished at where you are in six months time if you start implementing the work today. Honestly, it's amazing what you can achieve in a really short space of time when you're ready to do the work. If you do want to do the work and you want to do some with me, you can book a book a call through the link on the website. I'll drop a link in the show notes. We'll have a chat, see what we can do together. I can see what you're working on and how I can help you progress to that. If you enjoyed the episode or if you know anyone that would benefit from it, please do share Tag us on the socials at the Curl Squad or at zoe.e.fox if you're on Instagram. Come and find us on TikTok at the Curl Squad. If this nourished you in any way, then please do feel free to leave a tip. It's a great way of supporting independent creators. That's at buymeacoffee.com forward slash curl squad. The link will be in the show notes. And also another way to support me as an independent creator is just to, yeah, man, rate and review the podcast. Let people know what you think. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully you find some benefit in it and it hasn't been a waste of a 30 minutes. All right, girlfriend, big love, peace out. And I look forward to catching you next week.